Slice Audio. It's July, July 2nd, 2020. If you weren't aware, or perhaps for the first time, it's like 2032 and you're just finding this show for the first time. Welcome to, I think this is episode 10. Boy, that's probably not going to happen. Oh, a lot of it's a it, it's a, we're in a heated time here. If you uh, if you're listening from this area, which would be the Black Hills of South Dakota, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Mr. Donald Trump is in town, and Donald Trump Jr. and the and I um, Kellyanne Conway and who else is on the train? All of our people, of course. And then you know what I noticed? Who is like okay? So for those of you that aren't in this area. You'll have to just hang in with me for a second. We've got this beautiful little piece of property downtown Rapid City called Main Street Square, which is a public center for concerts and arts and beer festivals and, you know, just public gatherings. And it's really beautiful and it's really great. Uh, and um, there was there was the all like you wouldn't believe the amount of nonsense and incorrectness is flying around social media. So I don't even know if it was supposed to happen. Maybe it was and it just didn't work out. But Donald Trump Jr., and Conway, I think we're going to be at Main Street Square. And then they, for whatever reason, I don't know why, and it doesn't matter, couldn't make it. But the replacements for the people that were going to be on the dais was the CEO of MyPillow. Who, like, I know he's a big in that in that world somehow, but who the who who gives a good goddamn shit about meeting the CEO of MyPillow? I just don't get it. It, but. I welcome you to tell me why it would be fascinating at all at MurdochJones.com. I wouldn't cross the street to go meet the CEO of MyPillow, I don't think. I would cross the street, but I wouldn't walk across the block. I would also want to know why the CEO of MyPillow, like, why does that? Why don't you have an internet company of sham pillows to run? That being said... I hope the CEO of MyPillow, um, you know, has a, has a very wonderful time out here visiting our magical Black Hills because uh, everybody's welcome. That's that's it. Like I listen, I'm not going to the Fourth of July deal at Mount. So here's what's going on: half the town is really excited that Donald Trump is coming to Mount Rushmore during the during the during the firework deal, and half of the town is. Utterly disgusted that Donald Trump is coming to Mount Rushmore on the 4th of July to do the fireworks deal. For for more than one reasons or only one reason sometimes. It could be anything about fire safety or just because you either hate or you like Donald Trump. I mean, there's a ton of, like, here's, like, remember when Obama came out here and everybody, like, everybody had the same argument? Or they just had the, had a different side? It's okay that a president you don't like is coming to your area. It's also okay for protesters to peacefully protest in front of them. Like, everybody just relax. Do your thing, but holy shit. That being said, I would literally rather visit the Wuhan market than be at the 4th of July firework festivities that's too much that's too many people thinking the same thing in one arena 
I generally, no matter what the side of the fence is on, think that is not the room to be in. I'm not saying I don't support a lot of that room. I do. But that's just not where our, you know, that's not, that's not where the, I don't know. That's just not for me. I don't know what, I mean, I could say a million other things about it, but who gives a shit at this point? Just, you've already decided. There's no, like, if you're in the middle listening to this and you honestly want to waver, you're the one person who's actually, you know, thinking as much. Uh, that I would, did not get mean to get immediately political on this. My bad. It's, I was, that the whole thing was just because it's the time. It's July 2nd. It's almost time for July 4th. You know, a reminder, dogs don't all love fireworks. Some of them are fucking bummed out about it. Also, maybe during the time of the coronavirus and you're not supposed to light the big giant $99,000 fireworks in the middle of the cul-de-sac in the middle of town, like... You can give it a year. On a normal year, who gives a shit? But on a year where the president's coming and everything is taxed, maybe keep it to sparklers and shit. That's not going to kill you for one year. Go out to the valley. It's 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 the bunkers are full. <laughs> the one this is I'm sure I want, this must be the same in every kind of area that lives in like next to forest ground like we live in. There's always one area where you can light off all the fireworks you want. And in our area, it's Rapid Valley, which is a suburb of it of Rapid City, South Dakota. And you like cross the highway and it's like you are you have crossed the demilitarized zone and there's nothing but bombs exploding everywhere. That's become one of my favorite parts of our Fourth of July is you can just find a nice hill and watch everybody light off 17,000 fireworks at once. Someone, <laughs> someone had a, it's not funny and I apologize to the Valley, but the Valley kind of puts, has to put up with some redneck jokes once in a while. And someone said, the only reason that they care if the Valley lights fireworks is because they don't care if the whole thing burns down, which is not true, but very funny. And I apologize to my friends in the Valley who are listening to this. I am glad that you get to light off your fireworks. Uh, do you guys hear about that dude? There was a dude in Rapid City who got to, he got time served and he's on probation for like 400 years for selling drugs on the dark web, like in the movie. Do you guys know what the dark web is? All right, we're going to educate some people. So the dark web is, is, is a section of the internet that exists only on what are called dark nets. And you need specific, like, software to get to it or get access to some of it. And it's like, how do, how, like, the dark web is, is not, it's not like, how do I explain this for people who I'm trying to explain where it's not like all, like, it gets in the news because of things like this. Some kid found out about the dark web. <laughs> and he started, you know, selling drugs on it. And, and so that's every time it hits the news, it's because of that. It's because of a story of that or pedophilia. It's like awful shit, right? Like and a lot of these people all need to go to jail. And, it's, and, it, and I'm glad that they're being caught. But it's not like I – although I don't know what all else is on there, my inclination is that it's not just all about shitty parts like illegal pornography and terrorism and drug pushing and hacking and although maybe it is 
Hold on. Let's see what the, the I, I, I promise you we're going to get to the story. The dark web is the World Wide Web content that exists on dark nets. Oh, I was right about that. Boom. That use the internet but require specific software. Called, uh, um, the hell's it called? Uh, onion. Dot onion. I have the dot onion. I have, I can get into, I can get onto the dark, dark web. I've done this before. I, but I didn't, it wasn't, it was boring. I was too stupid to understand what was going on in there. <laughs> so, you know, that's not for me. Tor. That's what that's what you use to get on there. Anyways, dark nets constitute the dark web, include small friend-to-friend peer networks, large popular networks, blah, blah, blah. It's basically, it's all like, you can't, you, 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 you can hide your location and shit. And so, like, the intent of designing it was being able to use the internet without everybody being able to find you. But that's just not how that shit works. So it has like, here's the difference basically for, I'm trying to make this not as non nerdy as possible, but also at the same time trying to let you know that I'm not an expert in this. So like, I'm pretty sure I'm 87% true here, but like the internet, as you know, it. like when you go to Google, you're not really going to Google. You are searching something using Google and all of the internet as we know it are connected by search indexable softwares like Google. That's the internet. Okay. So the dark web is like that. Only there's no way to Google anything. That's a little bit how it's been described to me. Oh, here we go. Web, web usage by dark. Oh yeah. People basically go there to sell drugs or, um, sexual services or guns or fraud yeah apparently i was wrong the dark net is all just really shitty things so it's like florida if florida didn't have any roads actually it would have roads just not signs there you go here's the dark web i finally got to it if you're driving in georgia and you see all the signs and all the maps and all of that that's the internet when you get into florida and there's still roads and shit but every road leads to gators and pawn shops and meth labs and shitty people. But there are no signs to get there. That's the dark web. Took me a while to kind of finally make that make sense. But I finally feel like I made that make sense. Anyways, there's a dude in Rapid City. Um, I should pull up the story. I will pull up the story. Dark, nah, dark web, Rapid City. <laughs> oh, this is from a couple days ago. Time served for man who imported drugs on the dark web. Nathan, I, I don't want to say names on this. A 26-year-old dude pled guilty to importing drugs, and he had already served 16 months in Pennington County Jail, so they let him go for time served. And he was ordering drugs shipped to his house from the dark web. Generally speaking, dark web or not, it seems like something that you can track a package with is less secure than one would think. Ah, uh, Kid also pested, tested positive for marijuana, opioids, and methamphetamine. See, you can't, the lesson here is, I mean, the lesson obviously is don't buy drugs and sell drugs on the internet. But, you know, the other lesson to learn, if you're not going to listen to the first lesson, is don't use methamphetamines or opioids. Because <laughs> that's how you get caught. 
I mean, you're just going to get caught anyway. All right. Um, oh, somebody had asked. We're going to jump around a little bit today. Somebody had asked for a hamster update. So a few episodes ago, we I was talking about these hamsters we have in the in the Home Slice studios here, where we record all of these podcasts. Go to homesliceaudio.com. So we're currently giving away the hamsters. If you would like a hamster, um, call into the Home Slice group and ask for Leslie, and she will facilitate you a hamster. Basically, it didn't work out. I don't have a good update. So I was get, here's what's here's I'll tell you I'll just tell you what happened. So here was the intent. We were going to create this hamster racing league. <laughs> Cuz we don't have any sports. And I don't think anybody really thought it the idea was as funny as I did, and so nothing really happened on it. And so then in a moment of impatient hissy fit, I just decided we were going to get rid of the hamsters. And so now we're currently getting rid of some hamsters. They weren't like mistreated or anything, though. Here's the hard part about giving away hamsters on the Internet. Like you can't just make a Facebook post like free hamsters who would like one. I mean, I guess you can, but I, I, I don't you know who wants to deal with all of those questions. Anyways, they come with cages and shit and, like, water bottles and food and bedding. Like, we've got all the stuff. We've got all the hamster accoutrement. I just don't want to deal with them anymore. And they weren't technically pets. Like, I'm not abandoning a pet. They weren't nobody, you know, we're giving them a good home with families who are going to roll them around in that ball until they fall down the stairs like like their lives are supposed to be. Boy, hamsters have a rough life, man. Do you know when we were kids? Here's a random story from Elsister. And I promise you we didn't know any better because sometimes we're just rednecks. We would put, as kids, we would put, kids are vicious. We would put these hamsters in socks and then we would spin the socks really fast and then put the hamsters in the ball to see how curly cue of a line they would make. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed about that currently. I can't believe I'm admitting that out loud. There's your hamster update, along with a story from Elsister. We're just plowing through the bits today. Um, okay. I, so, okay, I'm going to do one more quick little, not not political thing, but I thought, I thought I've been trying to figure out a way, just to be honest here, to, to be able to talk about some new stuff that's happening in lightly in the realm of taking sides without losing everybody or half of the audience. Like I have zero interest in becoming a right person or a left person in this specific show. But I thought of a bit we can do on this podcast. We'll call it even Stevens. I'm going to pick something that you Trump fans need to smarten up on, but then I'm going to pick something you Trump haters need to pick up on. Not left, right, not politics, Trump haters, Trump fans. We'll just try it out for a couple of episodes. And here's this week's Trump fans. You are not smarter than Dr. Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. You're not smarter than him. You need to, you, 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 many of you, not all of you, but many on my very limited view of you Trump fans, meaning not my opinion, but like what I see you talk about, you 
go on and on about how dumb you think this man is, which is, and it's painfully obvious that you've never spent a minute researching this man's resume or his education. I'm not saying he's been right about everything. I'm just very much pointing out a solid fact here. You're not smarter than Dr. Fauci. You're just, you're not. So you should shut the fuck up about some of that, okay? But even Stevens, Trump haters, you all also, where you're going to get a lesson too. You need to admit that defund the police is a terrible name and rebrand it immediately. See, there because, and here's why. I get, I'm with you when you explain it without using that phrase. And I think most people take the Trump yes, Trump no, right, left out of it, explain what you're trying to get accomplished, and most people are going to be all about it. But you gave it a name that immediately made everybody who doesn't immediately agree with you dig in and fight. That's stupid. See, even Stevens. Give that thing a new name, I'm all, and, and you got it fixed. Trump fans, you're, I get it. This is a confusing time with the coronavirus and your freedoms and et cetera, et cetera. All that may be, sure, but you're not smarter than one of the maybe smartest dudes in this field over time. That doesn't mean he can't change his mind, but, he, but this dude, I don't know him. This isn't like, he's not, you're not picking on my buddy. I'm just trying to get you to read the room a little bit and maybe, you know, take that bullet out of your gun. Even Stevens. <laughs> I like this. We're going to pick, we're not pick on, we're not picking on anybody. I'm trying to get you to see the middle a little by removing some of your moronic statements. We'll try it again next week. See what happens. Okay, so... I've been telling you guys what I've been reading and watching and listening to and music. So I have a weird one today. There's a dude who was, I have to pull up his information here because I want to make sure I get the plugs right. Western Illinois. Uh, Ricky O'Donnell. Okay. That's his name. There's a, there's a, go to rickyodonnell.substack.com. I'll put the link up on my page and on the, on the, on the, whatever, Facebook or whatever. Anyways, here's why. So this dude who was a writer, he was a basketball editor for, um, SB sports. What is that? What is, what is that? SB nation? Is that what that company's called? What, one of them internet sport, not like ESPN, but like barstool sports or one of those. So he was furloughed or laid off or whatever. And so he decided, now just hang with me here because this is going to be a little confusing in the beginning. Unless you're a gamer. If you're a gamer, this is going to make total sense. But this Ricky O'Donnell dude decided to take the NBA, no, I'm sorry, College Hoops 2K8, which is 12 years old, on Xbox and not play it but just own the team. This is super nerdy, but it's so funny and I'm super into this. I told you I would tell you what I'm into, and this is what I'm into. So I, I get that not everyone is going to go with me on this. But basically, he's he is, without playing the game at all, he's just simming, simulating the whole thing, like drafts and recruitment and, and regular season and 
conference tournament into the NCAA tournament, but he's but instead of picking somebody like Duke or UConn or Kansas or one of these mega teams, he picked the Western Illinois Leathernecks, which are in the Summit League, and so they sim against South Dakota teams, which is how I found this originally. And he's on like year 16. And there's been, like, fake Twitter accounts started up for some of the simulated players. And it's now, and now it's, it's, like, stumbled into an NBA version of this. And the whole thing is really funny. And I just admire it because the dude was completely, like, this Ricky O'Donnell dude was furloughed from his company. And, and you know, and, like, like, a lot of us were. But he happens to be in a career where he can just make this up. And, like, who gives a shit about it except for a bunch of people have started following it. Like, there are a bunch of fake Western Illinois leathernecks, like, in the simulated internet version of this fans. I'm one of them. I sent this – I'm sending this dude Venmo money because I thought this is really clever. There's, like, T-shirts you can buy. Now there's – you can, like – you can bid and put a bracket in for the fake – March Madness tournament. It's all rickyodonnell.substack.com. But you got to start way in the beginning in year one. And like, and now he's currently on year 16. I believe he's going to do 40 years of it. And he does, you know, it's like once a week for 20 minutes, it's you get to catch up on what happened. And like, you start to root for the players. It's really strange. I can't believe I'm into it because I'm as, as I'm describing this, I realize how absolutely boring it must sound. But I'm telling you, man, go Leathernecks. We've got no sports. I'm just I'm just watching fake sports. Like I downloaded Twitch. I know I'm way too old for Twitch and and the young people listening to this are going to laugh at me but like these literally the only reason I have Twitch on my phone is because I want to watch one of these games live. I am willing to watch a fake simulated basketball video game from 12 years ago. That's how fun. That's how entertaining this whole storyline has become. Okay. <clears throat> oh my God! Coughing and sneezing, fucking sends me in total agony. Oh my God, that hurt. On your L, I think it's my L five and L six. Every time they get bulged, I have to stand up. Oh, that cough might have dinged me up here a little. Anyways, it sends this pain like all the way down my right butt cheek, past my knee. <clears throat> a lot of stretching. That's how you get through it. Ice and stretch and ibuprofen and valerian root. And then when you can, get in the fucking yoga class gym or studio, if that's what they call them, as soon as you can. That's how I get through it. Those are my sports right now. Hey, speaking of sports, um, my buddy Jerry listens to all of these, which I appreciate. Afternoon, Jerry. Thank you for listening. He, he posted something the other day that made me um, want to talk about this a little bit. He was missing – he's a big biker, not biker, motorcycle biker, but bike, pedal bike biker, bicyclist. I don't know what the terms are. Like, he, he was bummed out because he couldn't watch the Tour de France. And in an, any normal year, I would have immediately thought – I would have never commented on it, but I would have immediately thought, who gives a shit about a bunch of guys on bikes? But that, but I said this in the same thing on the last episode. It's time to – now that we have not had sports, it's time to take a look at every sport and perhaps find some new sports to get into. 
and I'm I'm super willing to take a hard look at soccer if I can, you know, if there's a if there's a good way to mix alcohol into it, <laughs> which I believe there is, right? If there is a like, so I'm I'm adding Tour de France to this. Like that's a is that what is is it a week long or ten days? Like it's a it's a whole big thing, right? Hold on, I need to talk. Oh, see, here we're, we're gonna here on the book of Murdoch, we're exploring new sports. Tour de France is an annual men's multiple stage bicycle race, primarily held in France, which makes sense given the name. It is, do you know this thing was first? Okay, here's what's already winning me on the Tour de France. It started in 1903. That's pretty cool. I didn't see, I didn't know that. Okay, there are usually 20 to 22 teams, eight riders each. Um, I don't stage time to finish. I don't care about any of this. 20, here's what I'm looking for. 20, it's three weeks. It's 20, it's 21 day long segments over a 23 day period. I could, I feel like right now I could immediately get into that because it gives you enough time to learn a little bit about all of the racers, but not, it's not, it's not like joining a bowling league where you got to fucking do it for three months or six months. I have no long, I don't know why I said bowling league. I've never been on a bowling league. I have no idea the commitment required to be on a bowling league is, but I just, every, it just seems like it would take most of the year and that sucks. But if that's your thing, rock and roll, I'm not willing to give bowling a look right now. I just, I've given bowling as all the looks I need to, but tour de France, I, this, I feel like my friend Jerry's right. I got to get into this next time. I didn't know it had such a long history. It also seems more entertaining to watch maybe than golf. Golf seems and golf not seems. Golf to me is a, I can't watch golf on TV. My parents are golf crazies. Like it, there's golf on at my parents' house every time I visit, which is good, awesome. That's their thing. They love golf. If you know, there's they probably used to go. God, every time we walk into Murdoch's house, there's MMA on the television. Which that's fair. Um. Anyways, the next was it canceled? Is that why he can't watch it? Is that how this whole thing started? Whew, it's hard to pay attention today. Sorry. Was it canceled? It must have been canceled this year. It had to have been canceled this year. That would be the only, that'd be the only reason. Um, oh, wait. Okay. The Tour de France is going virtual, and it starts this weekend. So may, is it just not on television now, and you just got to watch it on the internet? I don't know why I'm just talking about this on the show. I should have just called my friend Jerry. Real friend Jerry, by the way, not as uh, I, I'm not. This is not the return of my invisible friend Jerry. They just happen to be two different people. One is dead, invisible friend Jerry. Jerry, real person, actual friend in real life. <laughs> I well, I just you know, if you're getting into this show and you hear the name Jerry, it, you know it's my invisible friend Jerry. All right. So add soccer and the Tour de France. I'm not all in on all bicycle racing. Like, I like horse racing during, like, the Belmont Stakes and all that, but I don't give a shit about horse racing any other time of the year. I'm willing to give Tour de France a shot. Tour de France? Tour de France? Tour de France seems like it's more whatever. 
Um, yeah, it doesn't say that it, it's it's a virtual. What's a virtual tour? Wait, are they not racing? Unprecedented health crisis. Most cycling events have been canceled. Starting to the virtual will be a starting point for strong solidarity during the first three weekends. It would be organized part of virtual stages. Oh, so they're not actually racing. They're just doing like a virtual. Well, who gives a shit about that? Although, what else do you do? You got to do something. I get it. Why am I picking on Tour de France? Like, I know how to run the largest bicycle race in the world that's been going on since 1903. Why am I talking shit? <laughs> Good point, Murdoch. Okay, moving on. Uh, add that to the new sports that we should consider watching. Here's what I'd like to segue to. You know what? I've, I, I noticed this over the last week, and this is very strange to me. I am in, I have had to opt out of three different ad campaigns for Boy Scout or Cub Scout abuse. Like as I'm scrolling through my Facebook wall, just, you know, as we all do. I'm noticing like there's these really aggressive like were you abused by a scoutmaster ads like with really you know sad kids and shit and I wasn't which I'm not saying those ads shouldn't exist because I do believe that those scoutmasters are pieces of shit and and there should be if there is a legal way to start a class action lawsuit for all of this I believe in that I'm wondering how I'm being targeted by not only one, but three different class action lawsuits for scout abuse. Like, okay, some of this requires, if you're gonna if you're gonna come with me down this rabbit hole a little bit, let me tell you how digital advertising works if you don't know. And I'll go fast if you do know. So like on Facebook, they can target you based on a lot of different things, things you like, things you comment on, things that you inter- in, in, that you're fans of, uh, friends of th- certain things or uh, people who like certain things, geography, sex, gender, not on everything, but on some campaigns. I, I, I'm, here's what my guess is, that all of these law firms that are going after all of these cases, they're just kind of taking a wide, like there's nothing that, that like, I don't like the Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts of America on social media. I even looked into this. Like, there's no, like, I'm not, nothing about anything that I've ever posted ever has anything about the Scouts on it. I haven't been on any scouting websites. Or really a bunch of, like, Kate, like, I haven't even been reading the news about these cases. So I don't know how I'd be seeing not only one, but three of these campaigns, except for the following thought. I believe I must be of a certain, A, a certain age where a lot of this was happening and going unchecked, B, in a geography where, you know, being a Cub Scout still means a lot in the upper Midwest because we're all pretty rural and scouts and, you know, you take out all the gay bash and shit and I'm a big scout guy, right? And I think they fixed a lot of that stuff. And, you know, I have no big comment on Cubs, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Maybe it just should be scouts. And, I, you know, I could be, I can be a little bit both sides of that coin for the most part, but a little harder there. I still, I haven't been reading about any of that shit. And so I'm, it must be just because I'm a dude of a certain age in a certain geography. Then they're just going, like, is everybody, like, I would like to know if you are also seeing this. MurdochJones.com. You can find me on there. Shoot me a text. You can find all the information there. 
anyways, I just thought that was strange. <laughs> I've had to block, like, out of three of them. Like, when I blocked myself out of the third campaign, I actually, like, made myself go, was I molested by a scoutmaster and Facebook knows it before I do? I, I mean, I wasn't. I'm positive I wasn't. But I took a moment to, like, search through anything I might be regret. Like, I, <laughs> it made me think of, like, all my Cub Scouting outings I had, none of which were sexual at all. Which is, you know, bonus for me. But I just don't know why I'm in three different campaigns. Well, no longer. I've opted out of all of them. I, and make no mistake, I'm not like... There's something gross about collecting those, like the process of that ad. But that doesn't mean it's not incredibly needed. Because, you know, you can't be molesting children. And that should cost some people some money. And jail time, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm trying not to take any position on the criminality of any of it because obviously that's awful. But I'm here to report that they can stop wasting their ad impressions on me because I'm safe. I have nothing, nothing to report. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um,. Uh, let's see. I'll do the news quick. And then we'll get the hell out of here. What do you think about that? Again, we do non-COVID, non-Trump. First thing that pops into my news feed. Uh, that's coronavirus. That's Trump. That's Trump. That's coronavirus. That's Trump. Ah, oh, you know what? This is pretty bitching. Ah, this, thank God. The last two times we've did this, it's been really heavy bummer stories. This is, this is nice. Check this out. A high-tech glove that can translate sign language with 99% accuracy. Okay, researchers at UCLA have developed an inexpensive high-tech glove that can translate sign language into written and spoken words on a smartphone. Oh, shit. If you use sign language, now you can send your sex just like everybody else. A 98.63 accuracy. It could one day be used to teach more people sign language and help deaf people communicate with non-sign sign language users. Listen, all of that's true. Like, I get it that... This is this is awesome for deaf people because now more people could understand deaf people. That will for sure happen. But the reason it will happen is somebody is going to invent an app that allows you to sext with deaf people. That is how that is how this technology moves forward. You think I'm wrong, mark my words, July 2nd, 2020 when you see this like in in Walmart or whatever. That is what it's being bought for. We we go technology tends to go with the adult film industry or sex industries first before it adapts anything. Oh, this is kind of okay. Hear me out. This is we'll end on this. This is kind of funny. I uh, might have to do a little googling during this, but like media video changes oftentimes have been solidified through the use of pornography. So, like, 
when everybody was getting away from VHS and your choices were either laser disc or, or DVD, remember that? The reason DVDs became more popular is because that's what the adult industry chose to use. The same thing with uh, video streaming. Video streaming was advanced in technology because of the pornography industry. So for those of you out there who are mad at the pornography industry, but you also have watched a DVD or streamed a Netflix video, perhaps raise a toast to the pornography industries for helping you live your life the way you get to now. <laughs> All right. I can't think of a better uh, story to end on. So that'll be the show. Murdoch Jones. Dot com. I keep wanting to get into the mailbag and I haven't. I'll get to it. And I got asked a couple more times to keep doing um, fake mailbag too. So next time we do an episode, we'll kind of get back to a normal episode. I'm just uh, still, this is a bad back episode. I'm still getting into the groove after uh, King Rong passed. So I appreciate your patience on it. But thank you for listening. Uh, give me a rating and spread the love on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, etc. And I'll see you next time. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producers, Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. <laughs> so leave this goddamn piece in. <laughs>